Howdy friends, I am Link and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, and helping people become the most badass versions of themselves. I'm a former Division II athlete with a passion for making sure your fitness journey isn't a chore, but instead one of the best parts of your day. This podcast will be full of education and motivation so you can kick ass in the gym, kitchen, and your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show, and happy freaking spooky season. Grab yourself whatever like fall festive drink that you've been enjoying, and let's dive into today's episode because while I absolutely love fall, I absolutely love fall. I know it can be like a really, really crazy, crazy time, right? We have Halloween right around the corner, and then we have Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas, and it all feels like it comes up so quickly, right? Like it's just like bang, 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 one after the other. Holy shit, it's the new year, right? So it can feel very challenging to stay consistent while working towards your goals. And this is something that I struggled with for the longest time. Like once the holiday season and the fall kind of hit, It was like a whole new different, like I had to rework everything. And I know it's, it's just straight up frustrating. Like that's the only word that I can really use to describe it is just frustration because you have this plan that worked for you all summer long. And now that fall is here, you kind of have to shift and you have to adjust. And, you know, you know that there's going to be obstacles coming in the future with all of the sweets and the treats and all that kind of stuff that comes with the holiday season. So like, in your head, you're already prepping for the worst because it's kind of this like looming obstacle in the distance that we know we're going to get to, but how are we going to approach it? How is this year going to be different than the last year or the year before that? Or are we, if we felt like we did, I don't want to say, well, we did really well, but like, if we felt like we handled the holiday season last year in a way that felt good, are we going to be able to do that again? If we felt we handled it really poorly How can we not do that again, right? So it's just like, it's just sitting in the back of our mind and it's just, it's overwhelming and it's frustrating, right? And one tactic that I use with all of my clients and really on my own personal fitness journey too, is to utilize milestone goals, right? So before I go any further, I do want to warn you, third trimester, little Weston man, he is just beating the living hell out of my lungs, So if you hear me getting a little winded, that is why. (laughs) Anywho, having milestone goals is, is, it's just a game changer, right? It makes things so much easier to stay consistent. You have a more clear focus on what you should be working towards because you're focusing on things one step at a time instead of, you know, big picture, right? So if I were to use the holidays as an example, right, we're focusing on Halloween. It's October now. We're focusing on Halloween. After Halloween is done, it's now November, we're focusing on Thanksgiving, right? And then for the month of November, we are focusing solely on Thanksgiving. And then after that, for the month of December, we're focusing on Christmas, right? And then we go from there. Um, So just a little easy example for you there. But in today's episode, I'm going to help you kind of map that out so you too can stay consistent AF during the holiday season. All right, so we're going to go through five steps to this today. Step one is to determine your big goal, right? 
And when I say determine your big goal, I'm talking, I want you to think four, five, six months down the road. Where do you want to be? Right? If you want to take it even further, I'm here for it. I'm saying a minimum, bare minimum of like four to six months down the road. Ideally, I want you thinking like six, seven, eight to 12 months down the road, right? I want you thinking, where do I want to be at this time next year? That's a big goal, right? Now, with that being said, your big goal, you have full say over. You get to determine what is a big goal. So you may say, I want to lose, my big goal is to lose five pounds and have more energy. And that while some people may say, you know, five pounds really isn't that much, you know, you're almost there, whatever. That's a big goal because it's something that you're passionate about. It's something that you really, really fucking want, right? And that's what a big goal is, okay? So when I'm saying big goal, I don't want you to think numbers so much. I want you to think, man, if I could achieve that by this time next year, I would be so fucking proud of myself. That's a big goal, okay? Don't think, you know, if I want to say your goal is to lose a little bit of weight, or to build some muscle. Great. I don't want you to think, oh, I need to lose 20 pounds of fat for it to be a big goal. Or I need to gain 10 pounds of muscle for it to be a big goal. Or I need to quadruple my PRs uh, of my hip thrust for it to be a big goal. No. Your big goal is something that you are truly fucking passionate about. Something that is like, man, I want to get there and I want to get there so bad. That's your big goal. Okay. So if you are driving, please come back and re-listen to this, but definitely take some time to, or if you're working out even to, I want you to really brainstorm what that big, super passionate goal is for you. I want you to set a goal that lights you on fire, right? That's how you know you're setting a real goal versus something that's like, eh, it would be cool to achieve that, but I have a lot of self-limiting beliefs, so I don't know if I'll ever get there, yada, yada, yada. You're not setting yourself up for success that way. I want you to think big goal, right? Big, passionate. What lights a huge flame, a big fire under my ass that gets me going, right? What gets you going? What is something that you're like, fuck, I really want that so badly, right? We're former athletes, we're built different. (laughs) We are freaking built different. So when you're thinking back to your athletic career, I want you to think like, okay, you know, I, my big goal was to win the championship of whatever sport you played, right? You had your conference championship, you had world series, you had whatever it was, right? You wanted to win that championship. That was your big goal. Was that big goal unrealistic? No. It was a no-brainer of I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to get to that point. I'm going to do everything in my power to get to that point. Same thing goes for your personal goals. Same thing, right? This is one of the biggest things that I see people doing as it like, like making a mistake with, right? They're setting these goals that they either don't care about or they're playing themselves small. They're playing way too small. Set a big goal fucking goal. Set a goal that makes you like, damn, well, that's a little scary, but I'm gonna do it. Right? Like it should just get you so amped up. Determine what that big goal is. 
And that's going to lead us to step number two. Step number two is to then break that big goal down into smaller goals, right? <clears throat> so I'm going to use I'm going to use softball as an example here because that's just how my brain works. So as a fellow athlete, I need you to just, if you didn't play softball, apply this to your sport. Dolly is at the door. I'm just fully embracing these interruptions because with a baby on the way, it's pretty much guaranteed that a lot of things in life are going to have interruptions moving forward. So just keeping the podcast as raw as possible here. Anywho, after we set our big goal, we're going to break that down into smaller goals. And like I was saying, apply this to your sport. I'm going to talk softball here and just kind of give a loose example. So if your goal is to win the World Series, you don't start there, right? You start by winning your conference. And then from there, you take it to the next step and you win regionals. And then after that, you win super regionals, right? And then from there, you can go on to the World Series. And then from there, you play in the championship game. That's taking a big goal and bringing it down into smaller steps, right? While that big goal is our end focus, that's our end point of where we want to be moving forward, we can't get to that point if we don't first win regionals, super regionals, and everything, you know, before that. We need to focus on the smaller goals first. So what does that look like? That's going to lead us to step three. Step three is to determine those action steps or the small habits that you can easily do every single day or at least frequently throughout the week that's going to help you achieve those smaller goals, right? I want you to think things that are going to move the needle forward, okay? So you have your big goal. You broke them down into smaller goals, and now we're setting habits and action steps for those smaller goals, okay? So, for example, if your goal... I'm just doing this here for easy math because, <laughs> you know, always got to keep it simple, especially with pregnancy brain. You have a goal to lose 20 pounds. Great. We're going to lose five pounds, five pounds, five pounds, five pounds. So our goal is not to lose 20 pounds. Our small goal is to lose five. And we are going to determine action steps and habits that are going to help us lose those five pounds. Okay, you can break this down literally however you want to. I did five, four times for easy math, right? If you want to lose five pounds, great. You're going to lose one pound, one pound, one pound, one pound. I can't remember how many times I said one pound now, (laughs) Um, but you're going to break this down, right? So I want you to keep it simple. Keep it simple. I want you to think of things like a water goal a step goal, mindful minutes, because they are often overlooked, sleep goals, often overlooked, a recovery process, always overlooked, Uh, nutrition goals, et cetera, things like that, okay? So keep it simple. What does it look like for you on a day-to-day to work towards that small goal? What does it look like, okay? So if you want to set numerous goals, I honestly, if you're going to break break them down, excuse me, into action steps and habits, I would start with two to three, okay? And now, if three feels like way too much, stick with one to two, right? This is your journey. You get to decide, okay? So I would recommend something like, you know, sleep being number one. Sleep and or recovery process, okay? So 
if you said, I really want to improve on my sleep or say you're like, you know, I feel like I, I sleep okay. You know, I don't sleep great, but I don't sleep bad. I wake up and I sometimes feel rested. Let's start there. Okay. Because this way you're starting with something that maybe is a little bit more challenging. It is probably going to take a little bit longer to get into a routine with than something like a water goal, right? Or a step goal, right? Those might be easy. We've heard of those for a really long time. And while yes, they are great resources, they're great little habits and action steps to follow. I promote them. I love them. But if you feel like you're lacking in one area or could do better in one area, let's start there right? Start there. Instead of overwhelming yourself and saying, well, I'm going to do a water goal, a step goal in mindful minutes and, you know, be wishy-washy with those and then try and add in a sleep goal or a recovery goal. Let's start with the harder, more challenging one and maybe only do one instead of doing three, right? Now, if you sleep amazing, you don't have a problem with your sleep, then okay, sure. Let's go with nutrition goal or let's go with recovery process or something like implementing a really solid warm up and cool down prior to and after your lift, that kind of stuff. Okay. So really think about what action steps or habits that you can easily do either every day or frequently throughout the week that's going to help you achieve your goals. Okay. Because these things are what we want to focus on. These are the things that help us reach that small goal and then will lead us to that big goal. Okay. So in terms of sports, we'll go back to my softball example, right? You have to win different levels in order to make it to that championship game, that big world series championship game. So the action steps and the habits are going to be things like, you know, I, we call them our everydays. So we were doing like small, like ground balls, one hops, that kind of stuff. Like basically the foundational pieces of your skill set. Okay. So As an athlete, we all have each sport has a different set of skills that are required. These set of skills are going to be like the foundational pieces, right? If you think bare minimum foundation, catching and throwing, right? And I'll tell you what, every day, now I'm playing division two softball. And every day when we got to practice, we had our, our warm up, we had our everydays and we threw base to base literally every single day. We had a line at first and a line at third, and we threw across the field every single day. Every single day we did this, right? We did rundowns consistently because these are the foundational pieces. These are the skill sets that we need in order to make it to that next level, okay? So think about your sport, whatever your foundational pieces were. Now I want you to relay that and kind of translate it into your fitness journey, okay? So again, some easy examples that I recommend you start with. Water goal, sleep goal, mindful minutes, which is basically like, just taking a couple minutes, 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever feels good for you, and just giving yourself that like pause, right? Mindful minutes, is, they're intentional. You're supposed to just kind of sit with yourself, give yourself, you can do some deep breathing, you can journal, you can just straight up sit in silence and just try to clear your brain for a little bit. Whatever you need, mindful minutes can literally be whatever you, you can do those in the shower, right? Like it doesn't have to be anything extensive. Uh, a sleep goal, a recovery process, nutrition goal, that kind of stuff. Those are all really great areas to start. Okay. So I would grab anywhere from one to three of those and go from there, which leads us to step number four. Step number four, you're going to commit to a schedule with these action steps and habits. So go back to step three, whatever one to three that you picked out, 
Now we're going to implement that. We're going to plan that into our schedule. So for example, if you have a fat loss goal, walking is a really, really great way to increase your overall movement. So what you could do is say, I'm going to commit to walking four times a week for X amount of time, right? So if you want to take that, take that one step further, you can now say, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, those are the days that I'm going to go for a walk. Um, I'm going to walk for a minimum of 20 minutes, those four days, right? Now these are just, I'm not just saying that's going to guarantee you your fat loss. (laughs) This is just an example. Um, but okay. Walking is a really great way to increase that overall, overall movement, right? Uh, if you had a sleep goal, you're going to commit to a schedule of one, having some sort of a nighttime wind down routine, and you're going to have a bedtime straight up. I got a bedtime. I love my bedtime. My bedtime is eight (laughs) o'clock, which sounds so ridiculous to say, and it's probably going to change once baby gets here, but your girl's bedtime is 8 p.m., okay? So at 8 p.m., me and Drew look at each other. We're like, yep, it's time. We get up. We have our routine. He lets the dog out. Um, I kind of straighten up, make sure the living room is all tidy. I make sure my water is in the fridge ready for me for tomorrow, for the next day. Um, all that kind of stuff. Go in, do my skincare, do what I got to do, and then we uh, we go to bed. Sometimes I'll read, sometimes I don't. That depends on because that's one of my um, other smaller habits is I like to read for 10 minutes. And that's just, I don't do that every day. Sometimes I'm just too tired. My brain just doesn't want to do it. So I kind of let myself have a, a little bit of freedom with that. But that is part of my nighttime routine. And that's a flexible part of my nighttime routine. So don't be afraid to add in some uh, some flexibility with that routine. So uh, yeah, sleep goal. If you have that PM routine and then you have a goal to sleep seven to eight hours, what do you need to do in order to make that happen, right? Make sure that you're setting a realistic bedtime. What I really recommend doing, like I, I used to do this and it was a problem and I noticed it was a problem. Excuse me. I noticed it was a problem when I started um, tracking my sleep a little bit more intensely with the aura ring. Um, But you're going to want to get in bed and give yourself a little bit of extra time than you think you'll need. So if you say, okay, well, I get up at 6 a.m. So as long as I'm asleep by 10, I'm going to get eight hours of sleep. You know, you're tossing and turning throughout the night. Unless you literally sleep like a fucking log and you don't move, you're probably not sleeping for eight hours. (laughs) Okay. So give yourself a range. Try to wake up within an hour you know, each, either way and go from there. Now, I don't want to dive too deep into specifically sleep because I can do a whole nother podcast on that if that's what you'd like, but trying to give some more examples of committing to that schedule. So if you want to take that one step further, you could say, okay, I'm going to walk Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday for 20 minutes as soon as I get home from work or right after dinner or something like that. But Definitely, definitely, definitely want to commit to a schedule with these action steps, okay? Write them down. Have them as reminders. Set reminders on your phone. Um, One app that I have used before, and I actually still use it to track my water intake just because that helps me stay consistent, is it's called, it's literally just called Habit. Um, It's a pink app with like a circle and a check mark in it. Um... And I use that to track my water intake. You can use that to track other goals. You can literally just use the reminders app in your phone to go for a 20-minute walk. 
and have it set to go off every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 6 p.m. I don't know, whatever, right? So really think about how you can work these goals, these mini action steps into your day-to-day life, into your week, however you want to structure it to make it the most sustainable and realistic that it can possibly be for you. But 100% put yourself on a schedule. Put yourself on a schedule because if you just say, oh, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to walk four times a week for 20 minutes. While that's fantastic, it's a great start. Uh, who's to say Monday comes around and you're like, I don't really feel like walking today. I'll just walk Tuesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then Tuesday comes around and you're like, eh, it's rainy. I don't really feel like it. Push it back another day. Push it back another day. Push it back another day. And then here you are and you're like, fuck, I've only walked twice this week and I was supposed to walk four times this week. Ugh, frustration, right? Where if you put yourself on a schedule, one, you're more likely to stick to it, but two, it gives you a little bit more of like a, okay, well, it's already planned that I'm going to do um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So if Monday comes around, you're like, oh, I don't really want to. Sure, you can do it. You can do it Wednesday or you can say, you know what? This week's going to be a challenging week. I have a lot of appointments early in the week. So I'm going to go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm going to plan that from the jump. It can change week to week, but no matter what, have a plan of some sort of the days that you are going with the times that you are going. And it also helps too if you have that accountability buddy. So if you have, you know, maybe someone in your neighborhood that you love to walk with, like you and your neighbor go for walks together. Uh, you and your significant other go for walks together. You and your parent go for walks together. You and your dog. Dogs are great to walk with. <laughs> um, so if, if you have a dog that's anything like mine, if you do, if I do something with Dolly two days in a row, so like if I walk her in the morning two days in a row, she's like every morning, uh, hello, mom, it's time to go for a walk. Like she is a very, very routine dog. So if I get her on a routine, it's pretty much like she's going to remind me. She will literally hit me with her paw of like, it's time to go for a walk. She will stand at the door like, mom, my leash is right there. Put it on me. Let's go. It's time to go. (laughs) Okay. So uh, get yourself on some sort of a schedule, have a routine with it, and then go from there. And then that leads us to number five, which is to stay accountable stay accountable, right? Utilize a form of habit tracking, hire a coach, do what you got to do to make sure that you are continuing to make progress towards your goals. Okay. You're going to take your milestone goal one, and you're going to focus on that. And once you get there, you're going to move on to milestone two and so on from there. Okay. But the biggest thing, none of this works if you don't stay accountable. So if you struggle with accountability, really highlight bold circle this one. Okay. Stay accountable. You can do this. So like I said, either utilize a form of habit tracking, hire a coach, have a, like an accountability buddy that you can 100% count on to be there no matter what, right? Make sure that you stay accountable. And in, in the form of habit tracking, I highly recommend if you've never read the book, Atomic Habits, go fucking read it please go read it because it is truly a game changer of how he breaks things down um, to make you do or to encourage you to do certain things. Like there is a way to structure your life that aligns with your goals. And really you can take so many things from that book, so many golden nuggets in that book 
and put that into your day-to-day life. Okay, so bare minimum, start start reading Atomic Habits and make it part of your sleep routine where every night before bed you wind down, you put the phone down, limit that screen time, baby, put the phone down, pick up your Atomic Habits book, read for 10 minutes, and then go to sleep because it's probably going to help you sleep a little bit better Um, or have this as part of your morning routine. Like maybe you like to get up and you want to do some mindful minutes. Great. Grab your Atomic Habits book, sit down, read that book and enjoy. Okay. But seriously, having some sort of habit tracking, a coach, an accountability buddy, whatever you need it to be, but that's what's going to help you stay accountable. That's what you need, right? Get it. No questions asked, just do it because there's no investment more worth it than you. You are your best investment. So give it all you got. (laughs) You know what I mean? Give it all you got. And lastly, you really just want to avoid overcomplicating your journey. Okay. Take your goals, break them down, break them down into habits that are going to get you there and show up daily, show up daily to get 1% better, just 1% closer to your goals. And I'm telling you, you will be shocked at how quickly you'll be able to accomplish all of the goals that you have set for yourself. Okay. It's truly, truly incredible. So stop overcomplicating it. Focus on getting 1% better every single day. So to kind of recap all of this, you're going to go, we are going to go through all five steps. Step one, determine your big goal. Step two, break it down into smaller goals. Step three, determine your action steps and habits that you can easily do either frequently throughout the week or on a daily basis to move that needle forward. Step four is to commit to a schedule. And step number five is to stay freaking accountable because you absolutely can, okay? And if you say you struggle with accountability, I challenge you to think outside of the box. Think about what you truly need in order to be successful and stay accountable and do the damn thing because you absolutely can. Okay, so if you have any questions at all, please, my DMs are always open. Please just shoot me a DM, ask me the questions that you have, and I'd be more than happy to help, okay? So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll catch you in the next episode. This episode of the Link Fitness Show podcast is sponsored by my one-on-one coaching program. Link Fitness One-on-One Coaching is a 12-week high-level coaching experience for the former athlete who is ready to ditch the on-and-off cycle, fad diets, and generic workouts to create a lifestyle full of energy, fun and nutritious meals, and badass confidence. My one-on-one coaching clients are experiencing major, major wins like rocking the crop top in the gym and ditching the cover-ups by the pool while feeling confident AF, losing their first 5, 10, 30 pounds, hitting PRs in the gym, and enjoying all of their favorite foods without guilt. Link Fitness one-on-one coaching is for the retired athlete who is ready to crush her workouts and train for her instead of her sport. It is only for women looking to improve their overall health, learn the ins and outs of the gym and the kitchen, and truly feel good. Not only will you learn how to get results, but how to keep them too. It's time to step out of your comfort zone and release your inner badass. Learn more and apply at www.linkfittraining.com or by clicking apply to work with me down in the show notes below.